You are listening to Backstage Pass Podcast, hosted by Hannah Trigwell and brought to you by Tommy. The Backstage Pass Podcast is a guide for upcoming artists and newcomers to the music industry. Each week, I speak to experts in different fields, and in this episode, I'll be talking to artist and songwriter Ryan Mack about how he grew a huge TikTok following and how this app can provide endless opportunities for upcoming musicians. Hello, Ryan Mack. How are you? I'm good, Hannah. How are you? I'm happy to be talking to you. You are an artist and a songwriter. Let's do some quickfire questions. Are you ready? Off the bat. Yeah, let's go. Snapchat or TikTok? Uh, TikTok. Songwriting or performing? <sighs> oh, <laughs> song Songwriting. Performing. I don't know. Cats or dogs? Oh, cats. Oh, cool. Yeah, what about you? That really seems to split people down the middle. I'm a cat. I think I'm a cat person. Mm. they kind of look after themselves and exactly I like that. that's what i always say and like you are in the studio right now today by the looks of things mm-hmm. so you're doing songwriting sessions right now yeah there's only a couple like kind of happening in ireland right now um a lot of them are zooms and stuff like that but like there's a couple you can kind of do in person and even some like wearing masks you know just to kind of keep everyone yeah safe and ready to rock but they just like feel so much better in person. Like one of the first people that I saw performing live songs and and like doing the whole songwriting behind the scenes stuff on TikTok was you. Oh, cool. So I thought it'd be like an interesting uh, episode because I don't think it's still very um, the way that you do it in terms of like showing lyrics and songwriting process and stuff. I don't think that that's usual. Yeah. How did you first start? like getting into tiktok did did it just seem like a natural thing to do like i downloaded the app when i like maybe like two years i don't know two years ago maybe when i first heard like because it used to be musically or something and then yeah 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 and i was just like kids doing like dances on it and stuff which there still are today but i left it at at that stage i didn't really download it and then um then when all the funny videos started circulating and people like oh this is off tiktok and then i downloaded it yeah and and it must have been like within the last two years and then um, I posted my first video. I remember I went right back in like probably February 2019. I'd kind of neglected recording and stuff like that. Like, cause I worked with a, I still do work really closely with a guy called Robert Grace, who uh, we co-wrote this song, Fake Fine, which is actually, fingers crossed, about to go platinum here in Ireland. But um, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's insane. I got him signed to uh, Columbia um, and everything. So it's like, I worked really closely with him and he was just kind of producing everything. I was learning everything off him, but I would never sit down and put in the time that I knew it needed. So I knew during lockdown, I was like, okay, I've got all the equipment. I just need to actually put in the man hours in front of the, in front of the computer screen. So that's what I, that's when I decided I'm going to do a cover a day. I was like, I can do this. Like all I have to do is record a cover. Uh, and that's what I started doing. And I started uh, just posting one cover a day um and the second day uh i did a cover of if the world was ending um by julia michaels and jp Sachs, and that got like at the time it was like 2000 in one night and i was like oh my god i've wow. i'm a tiktok star yes and then uh <laughs> yeah. i went up like 100 followers i was like oh what am i gonna do i'm just like this is crazy and then the yeah. next video I put up just like completely <laughs> just went under the radar and then the one after that and the one after that and they all just kind of like nothing like would would barely get up over like a thousand views mm-hmm. being up like a week or whatever. And then 
finally, uh, I wrote this song, Broke, uh, about being broke and not being able to kind of do anything about it right now with the whole pandemic. And I did a lot of like pub gigs and stuff like that, you know, uh, and they're yeah. unfortunately like against my will and any other musicians will been taken away. You know, we'd still do them if we could. So, um, so yeah, I just wrote broke one night when I was, well, I wrote it the next morning, but like I sat down and I was like, I need to get a job probably and all this kind of crack. And then the next day I just kind of poured everything into a song and that's when I uploaded that. And cause I'd only uploaded one or two original songs before that. And like, they kind of didn't really get much hop either, but this one kind of mm. just, cause I had the story. I'd seen other people's videos being like, I wrote this song about this or whatever. And like, they got good traction. So I was just like, yeah. this is what I wrote this song about. And it got really good hop uh, for me. Definitely at that time, I think I had like, you know, like 15,000 views like the next day. And I was like, Jesus, this is insane. Like, um, and then some girl wrote underneath it saying, uh, maybe get a job. Her name was Alison and <laughs> she told me to get a job. <laughs> yeah, you never forget, do you? No. Well, you never I, forget I, these people. <laughs> I, I seen it as an opportunity more so uh, to kind of like do a little clap back, but also display some okay. songwriting by like, like all I do is songwrite and like people seem to be intrigued and kind of like obsessed with the fact of how quick someone and how, yeah, like how quick someone could turn around a song and they get like a live insight to be like, like, cause you know, if, if, if me and you wrote a song right now and we release it in a year's time, people don't know mm-hmm. the process. They're like, oh, that's, it's just a song when, by the time they hear it, but like they've yeah. seen the comment they seen her comment on it. They seen me reply to the comment with like the words of like, I was basically like addressing her being like, you say I should get a job. Well, I would if this pandemic ever stops. And it was like, people see that in lifetime and they're like, this is like cool. Cause they don't usually get an insight into yeah. it. Um, so yeah, that, after that, then it was just kind of like, that's when my page kind of, what I like to kind of think is it got into the algorithm then. And then yeah, after yeah. that, it was just kind of trying to keep it up. And then I'm not sure what the first video you seen was. It could have been maybe the Charlie Puth one. That was the next one that kind of went big. Oh, uh, yeah, the duet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just put up like, uh, who should feed, or he, he wrote like, woke up and wrote this, who should sing it with me? And then it was like, everybody was doing it. And I was like late to the party. Like I was like two weeks late and I just seen how many yeah. views people were getting. And I was like, I could do this. Like, and then I sat at home and like, knew I could do it. It's but, so like, good, it that video. Well. Yeah. It's so satisfying to watch. <laughs> TikTok now, right now, is kind of um, at the place that YouTube was as it was starting to to pop off. I used to watch you on YouTube all the time, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just like a natural progression, especially with like people's attention span getting a bit shorter. Like I, I personally love to watch a short video and then move on with my life yeah. or move on to something yeah, yeah. else, you know? <laughs> so like YouTube videos tend to be, I don't know, some like between five and 10 minutes. But for most people, I think the satisfaction of seeing like a, a good live performance in a short video, yeah. you can then decide if you want to like invest in watch an, a, another video or like exactly, a full yeah. video. Statistically now, people on Netflix only get to like the first 15, 20 minutes and then they turn it off. They might continue and watch the rest of it another time, but they get like, so like they're starting yeah. like to put their closer, which used to be their best part. They'll start putting that in the front because it'll just like right. get them hooked, you know? So it's just like, we're just moving in that way. And People might feel like that's a sad or depressing 
thought, but but then it does create loads of opportunity as mm. well. Yeah, well, like I said, my my friend Rob, he got signed from it was from TikTok essentially, um, right? You know, completely changed his life, um, and then myself, like I was, like I always thought the app was great, great, like really, really great, but it was just kind of like okay, maybe it's not for me, and then it just kind of clicked, and I was like, this is like such a great app, like my any songs i released in the past like i've got like a million streams on some of them but it was like all through the help of like spotify playlist and then you know really been yeah. pushed out there some of the algorithmic playlists but with tiktok like i seen it straight away as soon as i released the song the audience transferred straight over and it was like like yeah. i'm already two uh, two weeks in today actually and it's got like over three hundred and forty thousand streams which that's great it took me I think after two weeks, the last time I had a hundred thousand streams and I thought that was the best thing ever. So it's like yeah. TikTok's just, it does work. It transfers over. Making TikTok videos must take a fair bit of time, oh, right? People don't know. I know they're only 15 or, you know, 30 seconds, whatever, mm. but it must take some time to, yeah. to do a good TikTok video. Right? I've often spent like, like a full day on some and then they just like flop completely. And I'm like, what the, you know? <laughs> And it's just like, yeah. it's just no, there's no guessing. Like you can never guess how it's going to go. So would you recommend, you know, like new and upcoming artists? Uh, well, I mean, even established artists to use TikTok regularly 100%. as part of their release schedule. Just from what I've seen with like other people and then from what I've personally seen, even with, like I was saying, the uh, the streams like that just generate and connect automatically. Like I, I put up a video the day... Like 10 days out from when I was releasing Broke, I put up a video and that got a yeah. million streams and like my pre-saves went up to 5,000 straight away. And I was wow, like, okay, yeah, I was like, this is like clear. You can clearly see it. But I could, I could see like yeah. more like 28 or 29,000 people click through the link to pre-save it. But then like obviously you have to type in your details and stuff and they probably just got fed up and left, which I do. So I understand. <laughs> um, but then the day of, I released it on a, like Tuesday at midnight and then on the Wednesday I did a video like just performing the song again and then that got a million views and I could see like you know you know you know on Spotify you ever see like when your thing is live you can see how many people are listening if, yeah. you, if you look on the like Spotify for artists so I'm, I could see like before I put up the video I had like maybe 70 to 80 people listening at one time and then I put up the video and then it started getting like loads and loads and of stuff and and, and like people knew it was out and they were going to listen to it. And I had like 200 people listening at one time. So I was like, it's clear. So yeah, I would yeah. definitely recommend that people, like like you said, up and coming artists, it's a great way to launch and like get in. And then for people who like are already established artists, songs can just go viral. Like like Megan, Megan Thee Stallion, her song, that, um, mm -hmm. do you know that Savage song? That was apparently just an album track. Yeah. And then... How mad is becomes that? the biggest. Speaking of good music, what is your track of the week? Ooh, uh, probably Kid Leroy, Without You. And what is the best lesson that you've learned in your career so far? Like perseverance and just like keep going. Like you were saying earlier, it's just like if something's not working, it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not good. It just might mean that mm. like either there's something just like a little piece missing or else like timing. Um, cause like I keep bringing it back to my friend Robert, like he was, 
I've known him five, maybe five to seven years, like in around that window. Uh, definitely more than five, but he's been writing for other people. Like I used to be in a band and he, he wrote songs for us. This was back when I was just like, wasn't really doing the writing thing. I was, but I wasn't. But he had written songs for us. Like, you know, almost got a break here and there. Was always chasing like a pub- publishing deal and stuff like that. And then uh, he just started TikTok this year and he's 27 and he just signed his, like a huge record deal. He's been trying since he said he was like 17. He's been writing songs. Um, yeah. So like 10 years and you just never know. Um, And then like with myself as well, it's like, I've been in bands, I've done like loads of stuff, I've toured with like huge bands around London or around the UK and stuff and lived in London. And then you just kind of like, when one thing ends, you're like, oh, this is it. Like, this is what went wrong, you know? But then I'm like, when all this TikTok stuff starts happening, it's like, you just never know when, you know, or what's going to work. And guessing is kind of what I beat myself up over being like, will it work? You know, like you think something's going to work so much and then it mm. doesn't, or then you don't think something's going to work and then it does. So it's like, I'm just kind of trying to give up on, uh, kind of hoping and guessing whether it's going to do well. And it's just kind of like, if it does well, it does well, just make it as good as it can be. Absolutely. Well, thanks for giving some really great advice. Oh, well. It's been great to have you on this podcast. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Be sure to hit subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think. And I will see you next time on Backstage Pass.